Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is number 132. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 14th of September 2020, and it was published on Monday the 21st of September 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and a few bits of housekeeping just before we begin. Head over to wpbuilds.com, that's our main website where we publish most of our WordPress-related stuff. We do a podcast every Thursday, which is always about plugins and themes and WordPressy stuff. And we do this news, which you're listening to now, that comes out on a Monday. Later on today, 2 p.m. UK time, you'll be able to find us live in the WP Builds Facebook group, or you could go to wpbuilds.com forward slash live. We'll be joined this week by Paul Lacey and Bernard Grineau as we talk over the things that I'm about to speak to you about now. If you want to join our Facebook group, you can do that on our subscribe page wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe it's a good way to keep in touch with the wordpress community there's 2700 very friendly wordpresses in there but we've also got a youtube channel on there some email lists to sign up to and so on wpbuilds.com forward slash deals if you would like to avail yourself of some significant coupon discounts for wordpress products like themes and plugins and so on there's absolutely loads over there and seemingly they never expire so that's wpbuilds.com forward slash deals also, I'd encourage you to join the summit that I'm putting on with Anshan LaRue. That's over at summit.camp. Yes, that is a URL, summit.camp. It's called the Page Builder Summit, and it's starting on the 5th of October, so not long now. We've got a slew of the great and the good in the WordPress community, all talking about page builders and ways in which you might be able to leverage page builders to increase your productivity. That's summit.camp. Please go and sign up. It's going to be a really great event. Got over 35 speakers speaking over five days, and we would sincerely love to have you there. WPBuilds.com forward slash win if you would like to enter a competition to win one of three licenses for Weglot, the translation plugin, and last but by no means least, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to have your product or service put in front of a WordPress-specific audience, well, this is a good place to do it. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Kinsta. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH, and 24-7 expert support. Try a demo free. You'll get 60 days at kinsta.com. And the aforementioned Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress sites? Or perhaps you're curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen, or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get your free place at summit.camp. Okie dokie, let's get on with the WordPress news, shall we? Each week we divide our WordPress news up into different sections, and as always, the first section is WordPress Core. This is a nice one. It's Sarah Gooding writing in WP Tavern, an article entitled Gutenberg 9.0 brings major improvements to navigation screen and query block. This looks really nice. So if you haven't played too much, you're going to have to enable um, the option to see experiments in Gutenberg. But if you do that, you're going to be able to fiddle with the, the new navigation 
navigation block. And this is a way of creating, well, menus and navigations for your WordPress website. It's all done in the block editor. It looks really nice. You've got drag and drop options. So the takeaways are new header and toolbar components, manage locations has been rewritten and is now a popover. Add new form has been rewritten and now appears in line in the toolbar and you can automatically add pages with a checkbox and a delete menu button has been rewritten and now appears in the block inspector. All in all, it looks really nice. It's very intuitive. It's still, as we say, in the experimental stage, but it really is starting to take shape. And very soon you'll be able to do all of this inside a very intuitive interface. The other thing which is also being included is the query block. This is another main focus for this release of Gutenberg 9.0, and it's taking a really big leap forward. You can search, you can filter by author, there's support for order, order by date or title, and there's support for tags as well. Test it locally, you'll have to enable the experimental enable full site editing flag since it requires that in order to be displayed. But it looks really nice, a really, again, intuitive block based way of having people order and search and filter through your WordPress posts in this case. Another thing to say is that the there's been included in the U UI, the little um, the, the bar that you invoke when you go into a block, the, the option to drag that block has now been included. Previously, we only had little up and down arrows. It was actually possible to move things by dragging, but there was no indication in the UI. Now there's six little dots which you can drag. It's the same sort of uh, UI component that you've seen all over the place for dragging, and that's really nice. So really good. The release also removes the Facebook and Instagram blocks from the inserter, as Facebook will be dropping unauthenticated embed support, but we'll find out more about that later. The second and final piece in the WordPress core section is still on WP Tavern, Justin Tadlock with a piece, Gutenberg's custom spacing should be theme controlled. And again, this is related to Gutenberg 9.0, which we just talked about. So this is to say that really Justin is advocating for the fact that although he probably didn't think so at some points in the past, he thinks the option to add in custom spacing should be allowed within the block editor. And the reason for that is that if the block editor as it currently exists is adding in inline styles, let's say it's adding some spacing of 20 pixels or something, and that's added in an inline way, then really we need the ability to modify this. And as WordPress is moving away from simply a, a platform for creating content, you kind of set the theme up, stop worrying about it, and then just create content. If it's going to be more of a, a design tool, so you'll be able to create designs with the new theme features which are coming down the road, then it just makes sense to surface these somewhere in a visible and customizable UI. I completely agree. There's a lot more to this than meets the eye. Go and read Justin's uh, article because he talks about the, the, different, the different thoughts that are at play here and why these permutations need to be given some consideration. But it's a really nice piece. It'll only take you a minute or two to read. Our next section is called WordPress Community and we're back with Sarah Gooding on WP Tavern. WordPress themes directory adds new dlist status for non-compliant themes. So this is an important step forward and it just goes to show how the WordPress community can respond to things that happen and respond fairly quickly. A few weeks ago, well, August, 
The Astra theme was suspended for violations, which we covered um, in previous news episodes. But the problem was the the theme team at that time didn't really have um, didn't really have the correct tools to to make a theme delisted. And there is a difference here. They only had the the option really to take it out of the theme directory. And the problem with that is that with a theme such as Astra, which has over one million installs, that means that you can no longer supply updates. And so, for example, if there was a secure security problem then that security problem would have existed in all of those installs until such times as it was restored in the wordpress.org theme repository now we have an option simply to kind of remove it to desurface it from being listed so it will still be there if you have an install of it it will still be able to receive updates but you won't be able to sort of go out and find it through the theme directory i'm guessing that if you've got the url to hand you will still be able to find it. But the way it works is this. Delist is only available from a published state. So a theme has to be already published. Relist will set it back to being published. And delisted themes are excluded from site search. So like I say, it can't be found. The The guys over at Themeisle fell foul of this. They had a five-month suspension. And it really, according to the article, hit their revenue hard. I think they took a 63% decline in the company's revenue for that particular theme. I'm guessing they had some sort of premium option on top but so this seems like a a good way of kind of telling off themes that disobey the rules but without completely ruining it for all of the people who are using those themes so a nice piece the next piece I've got for you, there are actually two links. There's one to the main article and there's one to a WP Tavern article. You can find those in the show notes. But it is to say that GoDaddy has acquired Skyverge. Now, Skyverge is a company which works in the WooCommerce plugin space. They've got an email marketing platform called Jilt and they've um, gone in cahoots with GoDaddy. They say on their piece, which is the main link in the website, that they've made a commitment that they're going to do make the software so that you can still depend on it. They see that there's a lot of similarity between what GoDaddy see as the future of e-commerce and what they see as the future of e-commerce. And they'll be building out some new stuff, but they're committed to the support of their existing software lineup. Um, Justin Tadlock on his article on WP Tavern makes the point that the the company, as of the end of 2019, were bringing in $350,000 per month. So enormously successful uh, product line. And we'll just have to see where this goes. But um, yeah, Skyverge, if you're using any of their products, the most notable being the WooCommerce stuff and Jilt, then you will have a new custodian for that. But hopefully things will stay pretty much as they are. For fear of getting involved in a controversy, I'm going to drop this piece and then firmly walk away from it. It is an article on WP Tavern. Sarah Gooding has two pieces. One is a rebuttal uh, from Matt Mullenweg and one is the original one. First, this one, Matt Mullenweg and Jamstack Community square off making long-term bets on the predominant architecture for the web. And then in the show notes, you can find Matt Mullenweg clarifies Jamstack remarks. So both articles written by Sarah Gooding. So it is to say that over the past two weeks, Matt Mullenweg and the Jamstack community have seemingly come out in all-out rivalry against each other. Mullenweg said the usability and functionality of Jamstack is actually lower. Uh, even rebuilding sites in Jamstack harkens back to the back to the movable type days, where the bigger your site gets, the slower it is to rebuild or update templates. His idea is you have to get a bunch of rival services and pin them together, and it costs lots of money. Whereas he's saying that you could stick a WordPress install onto 
some cheap hosting and basically get something which is much more resilient. Clearly, the people who are involved in Jamstack think this is not the case. They feel that they're in that moment where WordPress was maybe 12 years ago or something, where it was in the ascendancy, but nobody kind of knew it at the time. It was just one of many options. And that's where they feel Jamstack is at the moment. They feel they feel that it's growing. And people can rely on it. It's got a, an architecture which is strong and resilient and people are laughing at it at the moment, but that just means that they're bound to win in the future. Anyway, you can decide if you know anything about Jamstack, you'll probably have an opinion on this. Go and read the article. It's quite a long read. It's probably going to take you about 20 minutes to go through it all, but it's definitely worth a look. Many opinions expressed from both sides. I know that there are WordPress meetups all over the place happening, but I just thought I'd lend my support to my local one, WordPress Leads Online. If you want to click on the link in the show notes, you'll be able to join people. It's happening tomorrow, so Tuesday the 22nd of September, 5.30pm UK time to 6.30pm. It's about support automation, and the talk is going to be given by... David Artis, who is a support engineer and hiring lead for WordPress VIP team at Automatic. So certainly one worth promoting. Uh, it's a shame that we can't go there in real life and hang out in the real world, but uh, online is what we've got for now. This one may very well affect you. It might be worth listening out for this one. Sarah Gooding, WP Tavern. Upcoming API change will break Facebook and Instagram O-embed links across the web beginning the 24th of October. And I quote, In an extraordinarily inconvenient API change, Facebook and Instagram will be dropping unauthenticated O-embed support on the 24th of October, breaking content across millions of websites. The change will force users to generate an app ID with a developer account in order to continue embedding links via O-embed. Now, I confess this is not something that I've been doing, but I know that a lot of people have posted millions of pieces of content in this manner, and it's all going to basically just disappear. The problem, I suppose, that many people foresee is that requiring a developer account gives Facebook, I guess, some insight into what you're posting in a way that never used to be the case. And it just feels like the walls around the walled garden of Facebook and Instagram just get bigger and higher and stronger all the time. So I don't know what you think about this, whether or not you're going to, to bow to Facebook in this one and go and get the developer account and make it all work, or whether you're just going to go and try and fix up all the stuff that will be broken. But yeah, it does feel a little bit strange having to report this. It would be nice if these standards, which were created many years ago, which were for the open web, fetching things based upon a URL and, you know, not having everything behind, for want of a better word, a paywall. That's not the right word, is it? But you get the point. Um, it just seems that this is a bit of a regression, really. Okay, plugins, themes, and blocks next. I've only got two pieces for you this week. The first one is a significant update to Toolset. Toolset Blocks 1.3, WooCommerce, Post Relationships, WPML, and more. It is genuinely going to be impossible for me to iterate through all of the things that Amir Helzer from Toolset mentions in this article, but there is an awful lot of improvements. The headlines are WooCommerce Blocks for Toolset. You can now customize a great deal of what happens in WooCommerce directly through the block editor with um, Toolset. You've got native styling for WooCommerce blocks. You can now implement views for related products, upsells and cross-sells. 
There's also a lot of work been done on post relationships, so the ability to select related content in views, displaying fields of related content, and they've also, as I said, right at the top, they've got some simple WPML integrations as well, translating views, templates and archives, translating forms and multilingual sites with post relationships. I could probably spend 15 minutes just on this one. There's really a lot in there. There's a lot that I haven't mentioned. And so the best thing I would say is if you're a toolset user and you want to go and check it out, click on the link in the show notes. iTheme Security has had a banned user feature for quite a while. And this is the ability to ban hosts or IP addresses from using your WordPress website. Perhaps they've been involved in a denial of service attack or something like that. But they've now added a little card to the WordPress dashboard. Well, I say WordPress dashboard, I mean their own security dashboard, which enables you to see at a glance all of the information that you want about banned users. So for example, you can do things like filter banned IP addresses, search for an IP address that is in the banned list. You can look for banned host lists, you can search for selected IP options, and you can also add little notes, which is a new feature. And of course, you can add your own ban should you decide that something is not quite right with, a, let's say, for example, an IP address or something like that. So basically, this is a new little card that you can surface in their security dashboard, which might make this sort of task a little bit easier. Okay, deals news now. We've got a few new deals for you this week. As always, go and check out the deals page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week, it's a searchable, filterable list of deals and um, their coupon codes. But we have some new ones for you this week, uh, particularly around Cadence. Cadence Theme Pro Lifetime deal is currently on, starting at $129. You can also get Cadence Membership Lifetime, so that gives you access to everything that Cadence do. This does seem like a really compelling offer. It's $389 and it gives you lifetime access to absolutely everything that they do. The previous one was lifetime access to the Theme Pro. Also new, we've got um, Teleport Me over on AppSumo and another one called Honeystack. You can check those out. And the rest are repeated from previous weeks. So for example, it's Stackable, which is a suite of blocks, uh, Cubely, another suite of blocks, and Breezy Cloud and Plugin, and a few others. You can check them out. Please check out the links in the show notes. But yeah, I think the, the interesting ones for this week are in the Cadence space. Many of you I know have been using it and enjoying it rather a lot. Okay, a very light touch on security, as always, just to say that over on WordFence, we have an article, High Severity Vulnerabilities Patched in Discount Rules for WooCommerce. This is a plugin which has over 40,000 installs, and there seems to be some kind of issue over there. So if that name rings a bell, maybe go and check out this post to see what needs to be done and what might have been done on your website. And the other one is the monthly roundup from WebArcs. It's their easy to scroll through list. You can just simply glance at the names of all the plugins and see if anything on there is something that you've got installed. So again, it's a nice, simple to read list. You can check that out by clicking on the link in the show notes. WP Builds, the self-promotional bit. Sorry about the blatant self-promotion, but a couple of things for you this week. I released uh, an episode with Jason Schuller. It was episode number 197, entitled Multiple Domains, One WordPress Install, You Need Landing Kit. 
If you're an internet marketer, this podcast episode is just gold for you. It's really great because he's invented a plugin whereby instead of setting up a landing page, so one page basically, with an entire WordPress install, which let's be honest, is a bit faffy. You've got to set up the install, maintain it, put all the plugins in and so on. What his plugin does is it allows you to set up one domain, one WordPress install, and then point domains that you buy toward that install and have one page of available from it, which then is from the domain in question. So let's say you bought superdupermarketing.com. You would go to superdupermarketing.com and it would show you a page on your WordPress install and you would never know that this WordPress install housed multiple, multiple landing pages. So really interesting and I think a fascinating use of WordPress. Also to say that on Tuesday last week, I was chatting with Sabrina Zidane. We were talking about plugins and trying to well trying to get our plugins from zero to 10k installs we're on part eight as i said and i've linked in the show notes to the piece and um, we're going to have another one hopefully this tuesday so you can join us for that that's at the same url as always wpbuilds.com forward slash live Okay, jobs. I've got one for you this week. This is over at ServeBolt. It's a WordPress and WooCommerce support specialist. So if you know your way around WordPress and WooCommerce, they are looking for a job. You should go and click on the link in the show notes to check it out. Okay, we're on the home stretch now, but don't go anywhere because there's always something at the end entitled not WordPress, but useful anyway. I Really not entirely sure how useful this next piece is, but I love it anyway. It's over on the BBC. Alligator on gas snaps up Ig Nobel Prize. So the Ig Nobel Prize is for science. It's a re- an award to scientists who've carried out some curious but probably not that important research. Well, not important. What I mean by that is it's probably not going to have great benefit for the, the whole of the world. So, for example, it has been awarded to some researchers um, in acoustics who've managed to induce a female Chinese alligator to bellow in an airtight chamber filled with helium-enriched air. Well, there you go. Um, In psychology, um, an award for devising a method to identify narcissists by examining their eyebrows. This is just genius. Physics um, for experimentally determining what happens to the shape of a living earthworm when it is vibrated at a high frequency. You can't make this up. Economics, the team that won it, were trying to quantify the relationship between different countries' national income equality and the average amount of mouth-to-mouth kissing. (laughs) Entomology, Wow. Um, For collecting evidence that many entomologists who are science who study insects are afraid of spiders, which are not insects. In medicine, um, the the diagnosis of the long unrecognized medical condition, mysophonia, I think, the distress at hearing other people's chewing sounds and the list goes on. So just an utterly remarkably ridiculous piece i just loved it go and check it out on the bbc website i would imagine that many of you at one time or another have played with mit's scratch language it's like a building block um, approach to learning programming very very good for 
for younger children. Well, it's been banned from China for reasons that we don't quite know. The entire um, website has been completely unsurfaceable to Chinese users, um, which just seems like such a shame. Um, the reason is simply because any service distributing, I quote, any service distributing information in China must comply with local regulations and Scratch's website and user forums have been shut down in the country. What a shame. Last, but by no means least, a little while ago, well, it turns out two years ago on this news, we talked about the fact that Microsoft were putting uh, a data centre under the water, that is to say literally in the sea, off the coast of Scotland. Well, the experiment lasted for two years and they've gone and hauled it out the sea again. It's, you know, it's covered in the assortment of sea life, barnacles and so on. But uh, it's been a success, apparently. That is to say that the, the completely non-contaminated, non-human non interacting environment has been very, very economical. The, you know, the failure of the servers has been really low and apparently it's, you know, much more green and so on. It, it's such a peculiar thing. I just love the idea that you would even bother to do this. I suppose a catastrophic failure would have just rendered the whole project obsolete, but the servers kept going um, and the failure rate was lower. I think it was about 3% lower if memory serves, which I suppose over the long run is quite good. They've hauled it out and you never know, maybe they'll put another one back in at some point. But uh, goodness me, if your, if your data was on the server that went down and there was absolutely no way you could get to it, that could be a bit of a crisis. Anyway, what a strange piece of news. Okay, that's all we've got for you for this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you enjoy these episodes, if you think we hit the target or if you think we missed the target, please let us know. Join the WP Builds Facebook group. Make a comment over there or leave a comment on the post on our website, wpbuilds.com. As always, if you want to share it on social, I'd be enormously grateful at WP Builds on Twitter, but obviously feel free to share it wherever you like. The WP Builds Weekly WordPress News was brought to you today by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. Try a demo free today and get 60 days at kinsta.com. And the Page Builder Summit. Do you use a page builder to create your WordPress websites? Or perhaps you're just curious about what they can do. Whether it's Elementor, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Breezy, Oxygen, or any of the other page builders, the Page Builder Summit will have something for you. It's running from the 5th to the 9th of October, and you can check out the amazing speaker list and get a free place at summit.camp. Okay, see you Thursday for a podcast episode, but we'll be back next week for this the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. Have a good week. Stay safe. Bye-bye for now.